Welcome to another inspirational episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. We're sitting down at the table with Russell Peters. My dad wanted to be a writer, and he wrote phenomenally. He had a family. He couldn't just be like, no, I'm going to chase this dream. He was like, i got to feed my kids and my wife. Whereas I was fortunate enough to be 19 at the time, and I had no responsibilities. Monetizing Your Creativity asks the question, what does it take to earn a living with your creative talents? You can try and talk me out of it, but at that point I... It immediately clicked. I was like, I'm going to make this man understand that I can do this. We focus on the success principles common to all disciplines by interviewing producers, directors, writers, actors, cinematographers, music composers, animators, designers, and much, much more. Learn how to create your own path to success. Let's roll. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. I'm your host, Marvin Polis, and joining me is our co-host, Fred Keating. We are at the Banff World Media Festival. This is actually the 37th time that uh, media folks have gathered in Banff. It originally started as the Banff International Television Festival and then morphed with the digital revolution and evolution into the uh, Banff World Media Festival. But it really is sort of a marketplace, people buying content, come to buy from people who are selling content. And that is, in addition to some of the standout conference presentations and breakout sessions and master classes in various craft categories and award shows, it's a marketplace. It's where buyers and sellers get together to get to know one another and get from the page to the stage, if you will. And Fred, we have a very special guest. Tell our listeners who we have. We do indeed. We're sitting down at the table with Russell Peters. Russell Peters. Am I to understand that in order to get you to do something, all one has to do is tell you you can't do it? You know, if you're trying to get me to do something, no. If you're trying to get me to do something, just ask me to do it. But if you, uh, if you have something that I want and you tell me I can't, then I will get to it and make it happen. I take that negative energy and turn it into my positive energy. And that positive energy is then expressed how? Through success. <laughs> In fact, what I wanted to ask you in terms of success is because you grinded it out like every other... Grounded out, Mark. Ground? Ground. Grounded out, Mark. Yes. Mr. Grammar. Okay. You grounded out like every other comedian trying to get his break. But what is it for you? Because I know our listeners want to know this. How did you get your break? I understand it has something to do with a fan. That would have been uh, my uh, 2003 CTV Comedy Now special that in 2004 after it aired, it started getting sent around in... um, file sharing chat rooms, I guess, because I still don't know anything about that world. And then a year later, YouTube started and it got put on YouTube. And again, I had nothing to do with the file sharing. I had nothing to do with the YouTube. It was just all put out there. And and, uh, here we are a good 11 years later. Good to talk to uh, Fred and Marvin. The crest of the wave. Let's hope it rolls forever and ever. (laughs) And you're in a business, uh, unlike some sports heroes, that uh, as long as you're capable, you'll be doing it. Yeah, even if you're in a wheelchair, you can still do stand-up, ironically. <laughs> Good old Don Rickles. That's right. Still pulls he him still out. Pull, yeah, yeah. He still pulls, and he gives it at all. It's not like he made, he doesn't phone it in ever, you know. Bob Newhart, same thing. Have you got a method? They tell me Seinfeld literally sits down for six to eight hours a day and... No, he's a smart guy, that's why. Like, he's a genuinely a smart, scholastic individual, so... He has that in him where he can sit down and put pen to paper and make things happen. I'm a f- more of a flighty, free thinker kind of, ah, that's good. And then I make a note in my phone. I have a just a bunch of these little silly notes where it'll be like a word. And then I'll be like, what is that? And later on, I'll look at him like, oh, yeah, that, that'll be funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'll find one for you. Water battery. Uh, 
my girlfriend, she grew up in the USSR, and we were in a hotel, and there was a radiator. And she goes, oh, my God, look, a water battery. And I go, what? That's a radiator. No, it's a water battery. I go, what the hell is a water battery? That's what we call it in Russian, a water battery. I go, that doesn't make any sense. It's a radiator. Well, radiator doesn't make any sense. I'm like, no, it radiates heat. She goes, well, it's a battery that contains water. <laughs> Are we going to get that in a future concert? No, but it, I wrote the note down, and then, as you could see when I delivered it, it had nothing on it. So, <laughs> I, I, look, I just have all these notes. I was, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, bars with names of animals doing human things. The drunken bear, the dizzy cat. I wonder if animals had bars, if they would give them names with humans doing animal things. The rabid Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Why am I laughing? I don't know. Make me laugh. <laughs> it's so stupid it made me laugh. <laughs> You know, I look at a lot of the comics I started with, and I would look at where we were both after 15 years, and I had written a bunch of new acts, and they were still doing the same jokes that they'd started with. They were doing them phenomenally, and they were great jokes, but you got to challenge yourself and get out there and start, you just got to dump it and go with, I got to figure out some new stuff. Otherwise, you're going to fall into a groove where it's like, eh, I got this act, it's really good, it's not recorded, so it's perfect. I can just keep doing it everywhere. Tell me, uh, you know, you, you've told the story about your father and what he thought about you becoming a comedian and right. that he thought you couldn't pull it off. I think he sold it to me as he thought I couldn't pull it off. But I think the underlying message in that was I don't want you to get hurt by this industry because my dad wanted to be a writer and he wrote phenomenally. When he moved to Canada, he auditioned. He sent some of his writings, and they saw his name, Eric R. Peters. And they were like, oh, his writing is fantastic. His name is Eric R. Peters. Come on in for an interview. And my dad walked in, and he was a short, little brown Indian man. He didn't have a heavy accent, but he had a slight accent. And they were like, oh, job's full. Job's been filled. And it broke his heart, so he didn't want that to happen to me. He had a family. He couldn't just be like, no, I'm going to chase this dream. He was like, i got to feed my kids and my wife and so I cannot chase this dream whereas I was fortunate enough to be 19 at the time and I had no responsibilities so it was like uh, you know you can you can try and talk me out of it but at that point I immediately clicked I was like I'm going to make this man understand that I can do this anything you'd say to your 19 year old self now do it I would have told me to go out and do it more often and challenge myself a lot earlier Russell Peters thanks so very much we appreciate your time and your talent thanks Fred Marvin and Zach well, Marvin, what do you think of that? Leave it to our guest of honor, Russell Peters, to acknowledge and thank Zach right here in the room with us, our editor and stills photographer, an integral part of the Monetizing Your Creativity team. That's fantastic. And you know what, Fred? I have an idea. We should make this interview just a little bit longer because we have some other comments that we recorded from Russell when we interviewed him last night on the red carpet just before the Rocky Awards Gala. Absolutely. And that was a bit of a red carpet debut for us as well. And he was very, well, let's let the man speak for himself. Let's do that. I got to be honest, I'm very happy with all the things that happened to me along the way. And, you know, some were good, some were bad, and some were disheartening. But I think the whole process, if you try to shorten it or circumvent anything, it does you a disservice. You know, I'm 27 years in the game now, and I have always find the longer I wait for something to happen, it's that much better when it happens, because you're that much more ready. There's no finish line in this entertainment business, unless you're a model or something, and then, you know, you can see where the end is, and you'll panic. But as a comic, there's no finish line. Bob Newhart and Don Rickles, they're, they're well into their 80s, and they still perform. So th there's no finish line, and there's no, you know, you may have certain private goals in your mind that you want to achieve, but... I mean, obviously, subconsciously, I would always, man, I wonder what it would be like to play an arena. But in my head, I would also be like, well, that's never going to happen, so get that thought out. And then it happened. 
and uh, and I loved it. <laughs> but you had about 15 years of grinding before you... Uh, uh, before I did my first arena, 18 years. Now, you are world famous as a comedian. I know a lot of our young comedians are listening to this and they're wondering, what's funny, Russell? What's funny is honesty. The more honest you are up there, the more it makes it about you. And when it's about you, nobody can steal that. Nobody can take your essence. They can't... You wouldn't take another man's underwear and wear it, would you? No. Maybe you take Fred because he looks like he could be your son. You know, he's got the same name. I'm just going on a limb here. It's that detective thing coming out, isn't it? See, I'm, getting, I'm getting in character, guys. Tell us about the new series. The Indian Detective. It's, uh, we start shooting it in um, October, November, December. South Africa, India, and Toronto. And I'm very excited about it. For the most part, it's a cop show. And then I bring some humor to it. It's not an all-out, everything you say is going to be funny, but there are going to be some very funny moments. So we're going to get a glimpse of your acting chops as well. Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm really going to be working on that. So I want to make sure I do a good job. I don't want it to just be like, oh, look, there's Russell Peters. He put on some sort of cop uniform. Ha ha. You know, I want it to be believable. Fantastic. Final words of advice for our listeners who really want to understand what it takes to make it in the entertainment business. I always relate everything to boxing. You know, some guys are really hungry for that title. And they train, train, train until they get that title shot. Then they win the title, and then they lose the title in their first defense because they somehow took their foot off the gas. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, there's no room to take your foot off the gas because there's always a guy training just as hard as you were who's ready to take that from you. So stay focused and stay committed and don't do anything for money. Do it because you feel you cannot do anything other than that. Well, Fred, I guess that's the end of another episode. It is indeed, and what an episode. Russell Peters, what a guy. Funny, witty, just down-to-earth, the kind of celebrity you hope and wish all celebrities would be like. A person who's at the top of his game in his creative craft. Absolutely, and grounded out every inch of it along the way. Nothing really handed to him. We're going to see this guy and listen to this guy for years and laugh. Thanks for tuning in to Monetizing Your Creativity. Be sure to join us next time by subscribing to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave a review. It helps us with our ratings. You can also visit monetizingyourcreativity.com for more information about the show. And hey, be sure to tell your friends who want to understand how to monetize their creativity.